One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Merry Christmas, guys, and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by Pete Donaldson. It's Boxing Day. I'm full of turkey and other things. <laughs> Did you have a good Christmas? I had a good, very good Christmas. It was bloody uh, relaxing, to be quite frank. I do enjoy uh, Christmas. Um, got to see my niece. That was fun. Lovely. Do like, do like babies. I... <laughs> babies and dogs. I'm a big fan. Where did you go for Christmas? I uh, went to my hometown of Hartlepool. Thank you very much. <laughs> wow. And then I came six, back to do some six work. Six hours north of London yep. for Christmas. It's just the thing with Hartlepool is, it's there's um, one train company that serves it called Grand Central. Um, now, they're not connected to any other train company. They own about five trains in total. And they go from London through York through Hartlepool up to Sunderland. They don't go as far as Newcastle. Uh, and they, um, they're very good, but they um, are unconnected to every other kind of um, train company uh, because they only do that route. and that Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But the worst thing is, a lot of their trains, or certainly they used to, have um, these grand pictures of people like Marilyn Monroe and famous people from yesteryear, the golden age of cinema, because it's called the Grand Central, and it's all about Grand Central and New York Station, stuff right. like that. And you get off, and you're in Sunderland. Oh, not so grand. <laughs> not, not so, so grand. But so, what did the Hartlepool Father Christmas bring you this year? Oh, great cheer. Um, t- <laughs> I, he brought me a couple of great nights out in uh, a little uh, night spot I like to call Loons, uh, which is a 70s theme uh, pub uh, that just plays 70s music, like uh, Leo Sayer, etc., etc. It's dreadful, but it's Hartlepool, and I love it a bit. Um, I got a onesie. Because <laughs> I like onesies, I think I'm just getting that age, Chris, where I just like a I like a little relax, I like a little rest, and uh, I just like to be dressed up like little teddy bear. <laughs> I'm approaching forty, and I'm trying to be dressed up like little teddy bear. What a nice image! You were very unhelpful, and you mentioned my age on one of your stupid channel videos. Uh, I very mentioned angry your age, with you. and you mentioned your own age as well. So yes. people were more surprised that you were. Mo- people were more surprised that you were how old you are than they were surprised how old I was. Forty two. <laughs> I'm not forty two. Well, I don't know. I yeah, actually, like a lot of people on the Osaka video commented on my age, right? Mm. And yeah, everyone was. Wow, I didn't know. I'm old, younger than you. I didn't realise you're so old. Because it's because you're um, now. Because I have a rubbish sporting, face. No, it's because you're now sporting. Uh, although you have lost a bit of weight on. 
one cycle you have, and you'll put it all on over Christmas, no doubt. Uh, it's already begun. <laughs> uh, you have got a what can only be described as a William Shakespeare beard <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> Someone pointed that out in a video. I thought that is exactly what he's got. I need to get rid of it. A William Shakespeare beard. I need to get rid of it. It's good, man. I'm enjoying it. It's it's going. It's the going. Moment, it's the off. moment the clock strikes 2019, it's gone. <laughs> Washed away. What are you going to be doing for NYE, baby? I don't know, actually. I have no plans. It's hard, so isn't it? I'm, I'm, I'm back in the UK now. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, I came back to the UK about 14 days ago. Mm. Been settling in. Settling and I've got no, in. Got, I've got no plan. Well, I'm kind of a little bit reverse culture shock. Mm. Uh, it is, after six years, I still feel a little bit odd going between Japan and the UK. Yeah. There are some big differences. Mainly... Everyone looks different in the UK. Because Japan yeah. is homogenous, right? 98% of the people there mm. ethnically Japanese. Here, mm. 98%, 98% of the people ethnically, ethnically awful. <laughs> ethnically awful. <laughs> it's that, yeah, it's all, all sorts of things. But yeah, it's, it's lovely to be back. I feel like I'm in Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol. Mm. I am Scrooge. Are you um, pleased with the trains not running on time or running at all and is just dealing with... I, I find that the, um, we're, we're better with umbrella etiquette here that's the only kind of thing i can think of when it comes to like cold weather we seem to sort of lift we're sort of good with like if somebody walks past you we sort of lift the um umbrella higher than the person's head so you don't get caught in the eye that's true actually the only time a japanese person's got angry at me in mm. six years of living in japan my right. i was walking with my umbrella he was walking with his and they collided <gasps> and he i don't know what he said like he said, an he said japanese, what are you doing watch me go with the umbrella and i was like oh go away <laughs> It's <laughs> your fault as much as mine. Yeah. Don't expect me to move my umbrella. Umbrella fight. Yeah. Is it maybe, mind you, starts. though, was he older than you? He they was mm. mid-50s. Yeah, exactly. Best. So have some respect for your elders. That's the whole thing. Move your umbrella. The whole society's predicated on people having some respect for the elders and the old brollies. True that. Mm. I Christmas for me revolved around my family opening loads of presents that involved Kit Kats, uh, which is <laughs> the only thing I brought from Japan. The thing is, I bring whenever I come from Japan or mm. visit my family, wherever they are in the world, I often bring sake. Mm. And they, I don't ever, they just don't drink it. They go, oh, this looks lovely. It's a lovely bottle, isn't it? And yeah, then they leave the it there and it's gone. It. Nobody does it. It's, it's there. Are you, like, are you the sort of family to have uh, like a drinks cabinet? Like they've got yeah, little, yeah, like only fields and horses. I opened my grand's drinks cabinet mm. two days ago. And drank and some green ginger the wine. The that I bought four years ago was there, oh. not opened. And I was like, fuck. So, but is that not going to make it more delicious? What does sake keep? It's not whiskey, Pete. <laughs> it's rice wine. <laughs> anyway, they opened up their, their Christmas presents mm. under the tree to find a variety of different flavoured Kit Kats from delicious. the Kit Kat chocolatey shop in Ginza. And they were delighted, generally. Yeah. Um, much better than Kit Kats, and they ate them all. So, <laughs> That's how there Kit you Kats go, work. guys. If you're going to get a Christmas present from Japan, mm. don't get sake. Yeah, Kit Kats. Yeah, you can buy sake pretty much anywhere, anywhere. I mean, I don't know how... It's just, it's, the flavours are too confusing. Too too light and too confusing. Yeah, I pretend like I know what flavours there are. No. What flavours what, but Get I it in my mouth. Warm it up, get it in my mouth. Love the old job. We, I... There's lots of interesting news that's come out this week. The mm. Christmas did come early. A few days before Christmas, I read a report. Mm. I say re- report. A report. A report. A telegram came from Japan. Well, it is a news story involving fried chicken. Yes. Uh, not really a report. A report right. on fried chicken. This was mm-hmm. a news story from Lawson's, no less. Mm. Uh, Japan's, one of Japan's biggest convenience stores. They've got a fried chicken dispenser, an automatic fried chicken dispenser. Right. When it came up on my Twitter feed, 
I thought it was a joke. <laughs> but it's real. And it's the future. And this is, Would you trust this is the why I'm excited. To do this? I'm excited about 2019 now, because this is it. This is what we've been waiting for. I just think it's going to malfunction somehow and spray hot oil all over everybody's faces and there's going to be the, the same reason why um, you can't smoke on the street in Japan because um, that person accidentally set fire to a child's head because he was kind of like cigarette level. That's what you told me at one point. I think somebody told me that. What? I'm fairly certain somebody told me that you can't smoke on the street in Japan because uh, somebody uh, somebody's child got caught in the head with an errant cigarette from a man's hand. Good lord! I, it probably happened. Yeah, to be honest, probably Natsuki. Probably Natsuki. Probably Natsuki. Yeah, Natsuki is more red with his fancy shoes, with his fancy built-up shoes he bought. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I just worry that it's going to uh, malfunction and spray hot oil everywhere. I'll just. But what a way to go! Death by, <laughs> Death fried, by chicken, fried chicken, automatic dispensing fried chicken machine at Lawson's. <laughs> I couldn't picture a better way to go. Uh, basically, because. Um, Lawson's karyage kun Karyage means fried chicken mm. Kun means It's kind of like a Suffix meaning It's like san Right, oh, right okay Peak yeah, san yeah. Peak kun It's kind of a like look, a, Looking down Like domokun The, um, the yeah. NHK mascot It's kind of a cute Childish mm. suffix So karyage kun Is like a chicken character <laughs> and, uh, he uh, yeah he's he's the face of fried chicken in Lawson's. <laughs> so this karaoke is so popular in Lawson's. People love it hmm. um, that the shop staff can't dedicate can't don't have enough time to put the fried chicken in the fried chicken machine. So right in do between they, running the whole Lawson's. So do they, do they actually the convenient people they actually make the fried chicken on do. site? Yes. Ah. Well, they get the frozen fried chicken, stick it in there, stick it in the, the, stick in the, deep in the fryer. fryer in the back. Yeah. But it's this is taking so, so much time because the fried chicken is so popular. Mm. Lawson's have got this fried chicken dispenser. Uh, so you go to the sta- you go to the, f- the front, you know, you pay, I think, like a pound, mm. 100 yen, 150 yen for your mm. box of, your empty box. You go to the machine, stick it in the machine, hit the button, and your fried chicken pours out. Pours out. You pours don't want, out you don't want it pouring out. I, yeah, but you, I think you still need a human hand. That's why... Don't put a human hand in it. Let's make that very clear. Um, I think you still need a human to sort of check the quality because this is how some poor chicken dispensers uh, or dispensaries at shops, um, you know, find, like, just gizzards and stuff coming out of fried chicken. You need you need to make sure that what goes in it's is Japan, good enough. Don't yeah, worry. exactly. Things don't go wrong in Japan. Well, apparently, I've been reading... Sora News 24. That used to be called Rocket News. It used to be called something. Um, but it always has some interesting stories about um, uh, Japan. Uh, there's a man called uh, Master Blaster who wrote a story um, a few weeks ago. <laughs> there's, there's a shop uh, called uh, Tegatorimas uh, who does um, fried chicken. Right. And they've made a very special flavoured chicken. Onanoko no Kamenoko. Oh, no, God. <laughs> rather, no aji. Girls' hair, hair flavor. Oh God! Girls' hair flavor. What's Girl- that about? What? Are you sure this is real? They have made girls' hair they flavored have made, chicken. They have tried making girls' um, sweat flavored chicken and also girls' soles of feet. Um, you have to elaborate time, on how that happens. each time in collaboration with the idol group uh, Kamenjoshi. So I don't know how you would make chicken that tastes or smells like girls' hair or. Tastes like girls' feet. What? Or tastes like anybody's what does it feet, look really. Like? What's the actual ingredients? It's chicken. Yeah. But they've got like, this seaweedy stuff on the top that apparently smells a little bit like girls' hair. So there are, there's no, just to be clear, <laughs> there is no. No, girls there's hair. no girls' hair. No, no, that would be incredibly unsanitary. Well, that's what you were pitching at us <laughs> for the last two minutes. Ah! <laughs> 
<laughs> Why an idol group want to get involved? Um, the, before Christmas uh, at my radio station, Absolute Radio, they had a very weird situation where they um, sent some promotional crisps to the um, and, and also a promotional um, tea bag as well. Right, Brussels sprout flavored tea bags. That's, that's pigs in blanket flavored tea bags. Almost as bad as girls' hair chicken. Yeah, it was pretty dreadful. It just tastes like lapsang because it was like smoky, like the sausage. But right. they also had, get this, Christmas tree flavored crisps. And what did they taste? They like? They tasted genuinely like Christmas tree. You know, like the fur kind uh, of that strong kind of like lavendery kind of fir tree smell. But it was in crisps, and it was disgusting. <laughs> Oh. I ate a lot of them, though. I was very unwell afterwards. So, in, having, you know, well, having done that, would you now be prepared to consume girls' hair-flavored chicken? Well, out of the three, girls' hair, sweat, or sores and sores of feet, I'd probably Wait, go for sweat because it's let's, salt. Let's, let's take a step back. No, What's girls' sweat. <laughs> flavored chicken. Well, I don't well, again. What, is like, it, what's this, the flavoring? It must elaborate. It must elaborate on that. Okay, so this same guy, uh, actually it's not the same guy, it's somebody else, Casey Basile, uh, on the same website, has gone to <laughs> the same shop and has got the karage, um, Japanese-style fried chicken, tekatorimas in uh, Ikebukuru. Um, he basically he's turned up and he's got this, um, you know, idol singer group, Kam and Joshi, um, to, to, to create a kind of, they've got together and they've created like the girl's sweat flavour of chicken. Um, and it looks disgusting. But what's the ingredient? I don't, it'll be lemon or salt or something like that. Well, actually, it says here, the sauce is a mixture of salt, lemon juice and cheese. Oh, that sounds good. It does sound good Although, until you hear that yeah. it's called women's sweat. True. Bearing yeah. in mind that you can't buy deodorant for love nor money in Japan, so I'd be surprised if anybody knew what women's sweat was like in Japan. Oh, God. In summary, <laughs> Japan is disgusting and you're better off out of it for a bit, Chris. Reset. Reset your boundaries, all right? That's a good thing I'm away from Japan for Exactly. A month. Sort your head out a bit. No girl sweat for me. <laughs> Bakari sweat. Yes. I bought a football uh, top, um, a J League team who had Bakari sweat as the um, as the advert on the front of it, which is very good. You'll notice that I'm actually wearing uh, two Japanese uh, football team uh, kits. You see the back so, of that one? Uh, antlers. Kashima antlers. Kashima antlers. I'm also wearing a Tokyo Verde uh, top as well, so from the 90s. <laughs> so there you go. So I'm, 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 I've, I've inadvertently begun a J-League um, soccer uh, shirt collection. So that's what I should have asked for for Christmas. Some you do wear a lot of branded things. Well, yeah, I'm a walking In the Osaka video, you wore a, a, like a Stalin-esque... Well, Stalin-esque. Stalin-esque. It, was the, it was the USSR's um, football team, national football team. People were giving me pelters on the on the old YouTube comments. They were they were equating me wearing a USSR football top to um, Natsuki's obsession with Karl Marx, and I think they're worried that you might you kind of look like a kind of like a, a dissident, like a, I look a like Russian a dissident, dissident who's been like a dissident. who's been banned from uh, from from Leningrad, Stalingrad, who's <laughs> been taken out. Get out! I think that's my favourite one. Yeah, I've yeah. been Frankie Munez. I've been compared to Elon Musk and I Johnny Depp. I can't take any of those ones. Johnny Depp. And now I look beard. like a dissident. Yeah. Like, a, like if you had a beret on, you'd look like a, a thinker who's been thrown out of uh, thrown out of the city. I think you've been sent to exile for being naughty. Anyway, um, <laughs> I to move on from that. Let's have an ad break. And let's come back with something that you know makes sense. That isn't about women's sweat. All right, we can guarantee in the second half of this show we're going to be talking about women's sweat. Ready to pop the question. 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sweet chocolate. Wow. Oh, Natsuki. Not seen him for a while. Is he all right? He is doing well. He sent me, <laughs> a, video, well. He sent me a video just singing Happy Christmas. Oh. Like yesterday. Which one? Was it like a Happy Christmas to you? It's Natsuki's kind of own rendition of just <laughs> Happy Christmas, Chris. Oh. Let's drinking next time we meet when you meet me. <laughs> it's like, yeah, That's right. nice. I'll see Natsuki soon. There was talk of him coming over here in January at one point. Oh, was there? Okay. Yeah, I was trying to keep his like, I want to go to London. I was like, yeah, come over. I, yeah. You know, I'll help you. I'll sort out accommodation for mm. you and your wife. Come over. It'd be fun. He was like, yeah, definitely. You could pay for it, Chris. And I was like, oh, Natsuki. Oh, Natsuki, That's not how it mate. works. That's not how holidays work, mate. you got to kind of, He's so you know. cheeky. Ever since Natsuki the movie, where I funded his travel mm. for the sake of the documentary, every mm. time I do anything, he's like, oh, yeah, you could pay for it, Chris. It's like, Natsuki, <laughs> we're not doing a documentary now. I can't I had, pay for you now. I had not. No idea this was on the table. Ridiculous. It's <laughs> I'm like just saying, saying, just saying, Chris, you could pay, you could pay for it. It's, it's I could live in your house. I could move to Japan. I could live in your house, <laughs> and I could be be your boyfriend. That's a, a we terrifying. could just look. All we could have, to, all we'd have to do is hold hands. All right, it's the worst that's gonna happen. I hold thought, hands. I thought part one was pretty messed up. <laughs> female sweat. You've taken it to a whole new level now. Let's hold this. hands. Let's let's not. Let's get married. Right. Speaking of. That. <laughs> so I, don't, I don't know how I could lead into the next no, bit. No, you really can't. Run away from this conversation. Well I, I, well, I think you can really because I know what the next section is. And I would say me living in your house and holding your hand is a disaster. It is a disaster. Yeah. And that leads us into our next bit. Yay! So every year, the Japan Kanji Aptitude Foundation, which sounds very serious, Calf. they draw out on a big 
scroll, mm. the Kanji character of the year. So it's a word that sort of sums everything up. Yes. Right. Yes. Last year, 2017, the word uh, was Kita. The character was for North, right? North Japan. Uh, and that was because it's, it's usually a, a topic that has dominated the headlines of Japan. And last year, it was North Korea and their <laughs> bloody missiles flying oh. over North Japan. So the word, was, the word was Kita for North. I mean, that's, um, they don't seem like a cheery bunch. Well, and this year, the word was disaster. Oh. Wazawai, or sai, meaning disaster or misfortune. Have uh, they not heard about the automatic chicken machine? Well, yeah. <laughs> they the, might have changed their, the changed their tune. hope. <laughs> Greece. I think it's because there was uh, some serious earthquakes in Osaka and Hokkaido. Mm. Uh, Flooding. Typhoons, torrential rains, you landslides. That, um, it's not been a good year for Japan in no. terms of disasters. There's been a lot of disasters across Before the Christmas, country. There was a, um, a bomb. There was well, a, a, I say a bomb. There was an explosion in, in Sapporo. Right? Yeah. yeah, I don't know what happened. I think it was a gas leak. I think somebody had left, like a load of discarded kind of like um, CFC kind of hairspray canisters. Genuinely, like a hundred next to like a radiator or something. That was the that was one of the theories. Anyway, like not recommended. Yeah. Not recommended the thing to do. I don't think um, anybody was killed though. No, I think, forty I think, injured. No. Yes, yeah, it was a big mess. I look what I, I look. I've got um, the little running order printed out, and I am so used to using an iPad or a iPhone, and I wanted to zoom in to look at the kanji, and I just went like that to zoom in, like an iPhone zoom with my two fingers in a pincer movement on the paper. On the paper, you're treating a piece of paper like an iPhone. Yeah, that's madness, isn't it? But I quite like I quite like the kanji. Give the uh, kanji for disaster or uh, was it was a Y or Sai um, disaster or misfortune. I quite like the kanji because it looks like a little. Um, it's like three Pac-Man above a fire. Yeah. Yeah, it's Look like it up a, on, you, on yeah. Google, guys. Type in Wazawai or Japanese Kanji of the Year. Character. It's a lovely character, mm. but it does mean danger. Oh. And so, yeah, it's a, a kind of a sad, ominous word for the year. Never mind. 10% of all the votes were for that word <laughs> of the 193,000 people that voted. Wow. Wazawai, clear leader in that one. So, uh, well done. Congratulations to disasters <laughs> of all flavours oh, and colours. <laughs> oh, we got um, some emails, uh, Chris. Do you want to do some emails? I want to do some emails. Oh, do some emails then. Uh, do you want me to start or would you like to start, my I friend? I will start. All right, then. Uh, let's see. We got one from Zach. All right, Zach. 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 Hi, Chris and Pete. Chris, you once talked about when you were going through the JET programme, you were asked which three cities you would be most interested to teach in. Knowing what you know now, and having travelled all over Japan, which mm. three cities would you now choose to teach in? I'm finishing up my schooling next year and will be attempting to go through the programme, and I think I'd prefer a more rural area. Could you give your top three smaller cities or towns and your top three largest cities or towns you would have liked to teach in? Thank you very much, Zach. Ooh. It's quite a good question, actually. Rural. Because now I've travelled Japan, pretty much every corner of Japan. Mm. I do have a rough idea of where I would choose. And actually, I would still choose where I ended up, to some degree, because I loved it there. I, I really did. Uh, Sakata, Yamagata, was where I was placed, and I stand by that. But three other cities that I recommend. Number one, Kagoshima. Kagoshima. Have you been there? I'm typing that in. Kagoshima. Have you been there? Doesn't sound like it. It's uh, so it's the end destination of the cycle. The video hasn't come out yet, but we mm. cycled there, and it's just incredible. There's a volcano out in the bay of the city, and it's just smoking all day. Oh yeah, and it looks a bit like Tokyo Disney Sea because <laughs> they've got a giant <laughs> volcano in the middle of Tokyo Disneyland smoking, and it's like that but real and big and cool. Um, but Kagoshima has a great culture to it. They were actually one of the first regions to become friends with the British. 
ah, and take over arrived. Japan. So Kagoshima, uh, the Satsuma clan, teamed up with the Yamaguchi Prefecture to overrule the government and reinstate the emperor. So they're a very powerful region with a great rich history. But yeah, I just like it because there's a volcano smoking. <laughs> Second would be Morioka in Morioka. Iwate. It's really nice. It's north of Sendai. Sendai is a great city, but it's a little bit too big. Morioka's just the right size, I'd say, mm. where you feel like you can make a difference to the city and it's not too busy. It's known for its spring cherry blossoms and fall colours. And it's got lots of good noodles. It's got a hot spring. It's got That's, a rock-breaking cherry it's tree. It's the home of Wankasoba noodles. I beg your pardon. <laughs> we are not going to find ourselves a sponsor with that kind of language. Wankasoba. <laughs> no, no, you won't, you won't even hold my hand, Chris, for crying out loud. Um, I'm taking you there next time you come to Japan. Okay, then. We're going to do the Wanker Soba Noodle Challenge. I'm going to see if you can eat 100 bowls of soba noodles. Oh, yeah, you and, was it you and Natsuki? Me and Natsuki, yeah, Oh, my it. God, and, that, and, that, that yeah. knocked me sick, that day. <laughs> Too Natsuki much beat me the first time. <laughs> and Ryotaro beat me. Too much food. And everyone beat me. But oh, that's well. cool. And finally, I would say Matsuyama in Matsuyama. Shikoku, oh. uh, which is a beautiful city. It's got a castle in the heart of the city, that's on a little mountain overlooking. So you can see the whole city, 360 degrees view. And it, uh, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful place. One of the homes, it's, it's next to the home of Yakitori. Uh, yeah. Grilled skewered meat. So, yeah, those three cities are really cool. It seems to be famous for an onsen, haiku and art. <laughs> yeah, it's home to the Dogo Onsen. One of the, most, mm. the most famous onsen in all Japan. Oh, basically. well done, everyone. Yeah, so yeah. Those, are, those are three places. Uh, Kagoshima and Matsuyama... A little bit disconnected, though, in the sense that it's difficult to get to Tokyo or Osaka. You'd have mm. to fly. Whereas Morioka is just a two-hour bullet train. Nice. I mean, because you visited a few of these places on the on the way around, or on the way around your cycle, didn't you? I guess. Well, both Matsuyama and Kagoshima, mm. yeah. So beautiful. Where would you choose? Um, I really enjoyed, but that's the thing. I'm a bit of a city bird, aren't I? I'm very different to you. Mm. Um, I think when I applied, you had to. When I applied to Jet, you had to actually um, specify where you wanted to go, and actually, I, I actually selected Corby. And that's why you didn't get on it. And that's why I didn't get on it because I, I, I bumped into a really nice chap at Heathrow Airport who <laughs> recognised me when I arrived here the other day, and he was talking about the Jet program. And he mm. said he wanted to be put in, I think Kyoto. And mm. I said, "Don't do that." No. Chris's tip of the day: coming on the very, Japan yeah. Exchange teaching program, go for a rural place. You. Increase your chances exponentially. Yeah, and if you can um, sort of find somewhere that's close to, you know, a city that yeah, you might like, exactly. knock yourself out. Knock, knock yourself it, out. Knock yourself out. The thing I've learned in my gigantic amount of time on this planet, managers <laughs> just want an easy life. So if you can make their life a little bit easier by um, meeting them halfway, they very much uh, appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> flexibility is the key. It's the secret to getting a teaching job in Japan. Damn straight. Ben from Yorkshire. Hi, Chris and Pete. If you were to have guests on the podcast, who would you choose and why? And I would say to that, Ben, what's wrong with us, you little monster? <laughs> but he does say, long-time listener, first-time email. Ah, ben from well, Yorkshire. Uh, you know. Nice guy. That's Is quite he, a good question. He's literally asking for more than what we can bring him. A guest on the podcast? A guest on the podcast. I'm guessing this is under the assumption that there's no limit. Mm, we wanted, like, it could be anyone. Yeah, it could be anyone. Didn't we want... Um, not Ken Watanabe. Yeah, we did want well, Ken Watanabe. Uh, you, you wanted Ken that, Watanabe, yeah. didn't you? Because he, he was working around the corner when I tried to get an interview. Is he still he, here now? No, he's not. Oh, he's for God's sake. King and, I saw. I remember seeing the trucks taking the King and I's uh, kind of backline um, kind of set dressing. So I've missed him yet again <sighs> for the second time this year. <laughs> you just keep like, chasing him around. Lip's sake. It's so annoying. He pops up everywhere. <laughs> I, I, I was supposed to film him in his, uh, in cafe. his cafe in yeah. February, right? 
and we missed him by a week or something because the guy was rubbish. You he were was organising it. Riotta and I had a fixer. This this guy who was organising mm. it, and then we rang him up and was like, "What week is Ken there?" And he was like. Oh, I don't know, I haven't rung him. We're like, you what? <laughs> and I've never heard Riotto lose it, and he lost it. And this guy, was, he went mental. <laughs> and, oh, that's really yeah, annoying. So we missed him. And then I, when I was filming it, there was a guy in my documentary. This is for the uh, Tsunami documentary I made mm. in February. Uh, we met a guy, and uh, he was. Talk, I was talking to him, and he said, oh, yeah, I saw Ken last week. He poured my coffee at his restaurant. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> and then after that, everyone in London, including you, had seen him. And my friend... My friend sent me a picture of her friend meeting Ken Watanabe two blocks away from where we are now, out the front of the theatre. And it's just like every time I miss just him. Just hang out. And I come to London thinking he's going to be here now and he's probably in a mountain range sitting, drinking some green tea somewhere he's probably on, in uh, Japan. He's probably in a shoe shop getting some really fancy shoes made. <laughs> <laughs> But um, if you do want to get into the show, it's always worth repeating. Actually, we haven't just sort of said who we want other than Ken Watanabe. Oh, yeah. Um, Ooh. Um, who has a great love for Japan? David Boy. David Boy did some great uh, photography work, or rather, he had some. He's got some beautiful pictures. Um, this Japanese photographer followed him around uh, in the late seventies, um, and there are some beautiful shots of him just strolling around Tokyo. And he's like, "It's David Boy, being cool." Did I tell you I uh, I was near his house once? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and that's the kind of anecdote that keeps people coming back to this podcast. I, oh, I used to jog in this area in London, and uh, when, when he passed away, I, I ended up looking at where he's from, mm. and uh, turned out I'd been running past his house. Almost constantly. Almost constantly. Probably turned him... It's a little unremarkable house, actually, in (laughs) south-east London. And I couldn't believe it was there. I was just running past it. Well, didn't didn't he live in New York? Wasn't that his main residence? Before that bit. This is because he was born in London, right? South-east London. Duncan Jones. That's that's his son. No, wait. What was his name? David Jones? Can't remember. Either way, uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, how can they do it, Chris? Broad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. Com. Oh, Next that's a lovely melody. Guys, we will be talking about New Year's resolutions and yes. getting all excited about 2019. Mm. This year was a very good year, and I reckon next year is going to take things to a whole new level. And we're going to outline so some reasons why that might be. Mm. But for now, Merry Christmas, guys, and have a happy new year. Yeah. Have a great one. Enjoy your boxing day. Send us your resolutions. Do it now. We'll send read us, them out. Send us drawings. Become a part of the podcast. <laughs> I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. Mm. 